episode 16 how exciting is this every time every week it happens i'm just like so excited guys i don't think you understand maybe you do um if it's your first time tuning in welcome if it's your first second third fourth whatever time welcome back and thank you for your continued support you don't know how far it goes man Let's just share positive messages out there because people need them, right? In our capacity, wherever you are, do what you can to share a positive message and enlighten and encourage those around you. This is why, this is why I do this, right? Um, so in this episode, it's going to be quite exciting. We get to talk to uh, Mr. Diane Masinde, who's a relationship counselor and relationship and marriage counselor actually and we talk about mental health and how that seeps into every aspect of our life our our friendships our relationships our work our families and what that comes with and why is there such an increase of it now maybe it's all maybe it's always been there but the levels of depression suicide i think is quite concerning so have a listen and please, please share your two cents after this. So thank you, Diane, for joining me on this episode. Thank um, you. We're going to be talking about mental health. Yeah. And it's interesting how I just reached out to you through Instagram and yeah. you actually responded. Because <laughs> I was like, I like the content you're doing. Yes. And I think it would be so appropriate for the audience that I speak to and anyone that needs help around this space. Yeah. And I think it's just been, it's one of the things that's, um, I don't want to use the word crippling, yeah. but like just, it's a big challenge, mm-hmm. especially for people in my age group and even going forward, because I think people are all over the place and a lot of people are walking around like zombies. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And <laughs> They're not in touch with yeah. who they are. They are, you know, I don't know what it is they're afraid of, yeah. but people take drastic measures, Yeah. like suicide, before mm-hmm. actually getting to talk mm-hmm. to someone, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, and what do you think are some of the reasons for this, Diane? Thank you, thank you so much for having me. And as you talked about social media, one of the reasons why I love using social media to, is that it gives us an opportunity for us to have candid conversations. Because I love what it is that I do online because I get to interact with people talking about things that you don't conventionally hear mm-hmm. every single day. A lot of things happen in the own inbox. And what I'm actually getting to see is that people are going through a lot. People are going through a lot. And a lot of us, we are hiding behind relationships with other people. I need you to just, uh, our listeners, just please just stop all that and ask yourself, am I okay? Because we usually wait for somebody to ask us, are you okay? Or we ask somebody, are you okay? I need you to ask yourself, am I okay? Am I okay? Go look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, am I okay? What are the things uh, that I'm hiding? 
that I'm ignoring, that I'm sitting under the carpet. Because a lot of us, you're wearing plastic smiles. Mm. You're wearing plastic smiles, you're going around all day, mm. doing the same old routine, stuck in a rut over and over and mm. over, year in, mm-hmm. year out. We're now in November. <laughs> We're going to check into another year. Yeah, with resolutions. With resolutions. <laughs> with resolutions that perhaps you're making for other people, not for ourselves, because you want some validation from other people. You want to drive that car so that you can get a thumbs up from your buddies. You want to uh, compete with your peers because your peers you think that they are doing better than you you want to look good on the ground you know you want to look like you've made it you, you, you're somewhere or you want to compete with your your alumni members because a lot of pressure also comes with the alumni members where you're comparing yourself so just sit back and ask yourself am i okay because before you get into a relationship or you before you even build a relationship with other people have a healthy relationship with yourself that's, that's so where we're messing it up we don't have healthy relationships with ourselves so we are rushing into these external factors looking for some form of fulfillment or meaning because we are having lack of meaning in ourselves and do you think like the way we are brought up yes. we are taught how to have a relationship with ourselves yes or are we are we are we brought up in a way that we're just meant to rely like we need people all the time around us and if we don't have people or we are in a place of solitude like it's there's something wrong with us yes a lot of us, first of all, you're growing up in broken homes. Mm. And you see, it's difficult to find yourself when you grow up in a broken home because you're trying to fix yourself as a child growing up into adulthood. So you have adults who are parents who are lost, raising homes that are broken, and then those children, because they are lost, they get thrusted into the world as adults with so many issues to, to, to deal with, and there's very little people to hold their hands. You know? So you don't know where to go. So a lot of us are engaging into a trial and error mode, you know, where you try this and then it's an error. And the tri- it's, it's usually the trial and error to look good or to cover certain image for people, not for personal individual health, because that is critical. The moment that somebody will be like, you know what, I need to first of all focus on me. I need to first of all focus on me. Because if you grow up in a broken home, that means that the, most likely it was devoid of love. Mm-hmm. You're not getting the love that you wanted or there was pressure for you to become something or someone. So because of that pressure, uh, there's an element of rejection because the real you is being rejected. When you grow up in a broken home, whether your dad is not there or your mom is bitter or yourself, you have sibling rivalry, so there's bitterness mm-hmm. over there. And then you go and check into the dating scene, rejection again. So how do you face rejection in that sense? Because you could be in a broken home and your parents both love you in an amazing way. They try and give you the best they can. Yes. Given the situation, you still, let's say you still have both parents in your life. Exactly. What happens? Where is the rejection there? The rejection sometimes can come in. We sometimes we can become too familiar with our own family members. We become too familiar with our parents, so we look for validation from outsiders. Oh. So once you, you know, you find you find like even in a teenage especially, you find your mom will tell you, please keep away from that boy. That boy is gonna be bad for mm-hmm. you. But you're like, you know what? That boy is what is important to me. And so that when that boy dumps you and breaks your heart, my goodness, tell me sick. about it. <laughs> Recovery. Recovery is so difficult. So you forget that there are people actually who are loving you before this person who doesn't love you came into the picture. Mm -hmm. But because you have you've given so much prominence to some outsider because of the romanticization of some need to be in a relationship, now you crash. You crash, you crash, you crash. Some of us we are running away from people who genuinely love us. We're running away from people who genuinely love us because we first of all don't love ourselves. 
And you, when you don't love yourself, you have a low self-esteem. Once you have a low self-esteem, you will make bad, bad decisions, decisions for you. Because you're not looking out for you. You are on a run. You're, you're just trying to keep up with yes. someone also that they can feed into that hole. Exactly. So no matter how bad they are for you, exactly. you're just like, let me stay. Yes. Because there's an ounce of love that I'm getting. That I'm getting somewhere. And even that love is a fictitious form of love. It's some amorphous thing that you can't even define. What do you mean fictitious? It's fictitious. So are, you, are you trying to say as we're dating, maybe it can be fictitious? It could be fictitious. Because <laughs> like, let me say, some people equate love as, you know, being mistreated. As ironical and as insane yeah. as that sounds, yeah. you're like, if this person really mistreats me, then they, that's how I'm supposed to be treated. That's what I'm worth. That's what I deserve. So that you find somebody who's caught up in that self, low self-esteem uh, hole, a person who mistreats them, they gravitate towards that. But then a person who's really good for them, they run away. We've had cases whereby wow. a good person wants to love you, but then you flee. You flee because you're not used to that. You're not used to somebody taking taking care of you. You're not used to somebody respecting you, honoring you, being there for you, really, really, really valuing you as a person. What you're used to is somebody ignoring you, mm -hmm. somebody insulting you, somebody telling it's you that you're good for nothing. Yeah. And perhaps, unfortunately, maybe they're great in bed also. Mm -hmm. So because they're great in bed, you okay that because you equate... You validate, you validate that, yeah, you validate with, that, that experience. with that experience. With that you experience. isolate that experience yes. and then you try and stick to that. Exactly. You focus on the good. And I know, like, as we, let me not be the spokeswoman, spokeswoman yes. of women, yes. but as women, you make that mistake. Like, mm. you just try and hold on to the one good thing yes. and you don't look at maybe the 70% that's giving you red flags. Exactly, right? exactly, exactly. And sometimes that good thing is the investment that you've put in. Mm. I've put in four years into this thing. It has to work. Man, lazima. I lazima, yeah. lazima, this thing works. I cannot get away from this. Because I, like, otherwise, oh my, it's wasted time. It's wasted time. My youth is going. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And you're like, oh, for, uh, if maybe like, let's say your body was something very uh, sacred, you're holding on, and then you gave it to this person, you're like, it must work because he or she is the person that yeah, I Yeah, because it to. I shared yes, that person. Yes. Yeah. And this person, you know very well, is mistreating you and crushing you and totally destroying you, mm -hmm. but you're still staying there. Why? Because you have not gotten to the place where you love yourself and you can tell yourself, you know what, I deserve better. When it comes to rejection, one thing that we need to realize is that rejection is part of life. Rejection is part of life. Sometimes you will have a, you will apply for a job, you will be rejected. Yeah. You will ask a lady to be your woman, she will reject you. You will have a crush. Actually, I've, yes. learned, I've learned from guys, yes. they're the best masters of rejection. Like, I find like guys move on faster than yes, women. Because yes. mm -hmm. when a woman, when you're rejected, eh, it's, it's like, it takes forever. Yeah. But guys, one, one babe refuses, it's okay, move on to the next, move on to the next. If I was, I'm like, I think I enjoy being a woman yeah. because yeah. I, I don't have to endure that. Uh -huh. <laughs> Those are men, they handle rejection very badly, I must say. Really? They handle rejection very badly. We've had cases whereby a man will be like, if I can't have you, no man can have you. That's a man who's finding it difficult to handle rejection. Mm. He be, some of them even become violent. We've seen cases whereby if you dump me, I'm going to do damage to you. Mm. That's a man who doesn't know how to handle rejection. Others, because the woman that they really, really love, because a woman rejected them, now they're on a revenge mission to hurt other women. So now they become uh, serial playboys. They become serial playboys. Then they don't care. And sometimes when you, when, you, when, you, when you look back at that man who is unfaithful, at that man who is very, very careless with women, trace back. There could be either somebody that he once loved and who dumped him or who ignored him because he didn't have enough money. He wasn't looking the part, you know, like the whole handsome kind of a guy. 
And so because he, he was denied that, he gets angry with the world. And so he's hurting other women. And so before you, you, you allow yourself to get into the environment of someone, ask yourself, am I dealing with somebody who's hurting? Because somebody who's hurting is going to hurt you. They're going to hurt you. And if you don't have the shock absorbers to handle that, that person is going to do damage to you. So what we have, what we happen is to have, what's going to happen is that we're going to recycle hurt. Mm. One hurt person passing on the hurt, passing on the baton, passing on the baton, and now it be, it, it stops now being it from that generation. It becomes now generational. Now the older people now pass on the hurt to the younger generation. The younger generation pass on to the next generation that's coming next. And so we keep on recycling this hurt because first we are not being, we are not protecting ourselves with the kind of environments we are going into. You can you don't have you don't have a say about the family you grow into, but you have a say about the relationships that you take yourself to. So check the relationship that you, t- you take the yourself to. The ones you create. Yes. Not even just yes, relationships, yes. even friendships. Even friendships. Because friendships are relational. Mm-hmm. You know, friendships are relational. And when I, when I talk about relationships, I mean, I mean pretty much any, any bond, any human uh, interactive bond that you're getting yourself into. Even in the workplace. Even in the workplace. Even in that bar that you're going to chill out. Even in that church where you worship. Check who you relate with. Mm-hmm. Because every single person carries a microclimate. So are you yes, saying we should yes. be very particular about who we surround ourselves with? Yes, yes. Check who you and surround And be selfish and about it. <laughs> Maybe no, the one is not selfish. Look out for yourself. Maybe that's supposed to be the better word. Because selfish tends to be, you know what, uh, what can I get out of this? What? So you jump from one because you're looking for need. But being looking out for yourself means that, you know what, I value me. I value my time. Because even as I want to speak to the millennials, that you realize that the, the older you keep on growing, the value of time increases. The value of time really increases. So you start to have to have to ask yourself, who am I hanging around with? Because if you really want to find yourself, you need to stop hanging around lost people. Because lost people are going to it's very true to that. And their yes. energy, especially yes. people with the negative energy, it just seeps into you. Even if you think you can fight it, yes. it always pours into you. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. That's, that's the difference between also, uh, there's a difference between peer pressure and peer influence. A lot of us, we get sucked into peer pressure where we're being misled by people who are uh, not, having the, who not having the values that we want or not going where it is that we want to go. But peer influence is different. It means that I know myself so well and I value myself so well that I might even have some influence, some form of influence in those that I interact with. And you remember that there are different spheres of interaction. There, there are those of those who say, you know what, hi, you know, una fita tu, and you just meet each other. Then there are the acquaintances, whereby you interact to some form of level. Then there are the friends, the ones who know a little bit more about you. Then there are the close friends, the close friends. Your so inner circle. Your inner circle. Yeah. And so, especially your inner circle, who do you hang around with? You're not telling people to be snobs. Don't be a snob. Say hi to people. You know, interact. Are you sure? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Might be easier to be one. No, it, 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 because you are, you are created to be relational. Because there's a danger also in isolating yourself from people. You know, it doesn't matter your personality, you know, whether you, you, you're an extrovert or an introvert. You are created to relate. It's, it's a wonderful thing to, to, to pretty much build that. And you see, you cannot relate to people before you first relate with yourself. Learn how to value yourself. You know, there's that verse actually that says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. yourself. So first, love yourself. Before you go around there and tell your mom, I love you, your dad, I love you, or your friends, or your buddies, or your buddy, happy birthday, friend, I love you. No, ask yourself, do you love you? But I think that's also a journey in itself because Mm. a lot of what we are fed 
always is trying to make you something other than yourself mm-hmm. right it's true and you have to come to that realization that no 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 i think i'm okay the way i am but to get to that point or to have that sense of maturity as an individual yeah is also very difficult yeah you know i i think it's important to become self-aware but also, someone needs to realize that they need to be self-aware. You need to be self-aware. You need yes, to yes, like yes, wake yes. up and be like, no, things are not adding up. Mm, I feel like mm. I'm all over the place. Mm. Nothing is working out. I feel like I've been impersonating someone's life. Yeah. I feel like what I'm doing is yeah, not me. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I, it starts first of all with the influences around you. I mean, you can't control where you grew up. Yeah. You can't control. But the way you've said with your friends, yeah. with the relationship you decide. Exactly. But sometimes, a lot of the times, we feel like we don't have that control. I don't know why. Uh, because there's a lot of pressure to emulate a certain way, mm. to, to look a certain way, to be a certain way, and you're just following this mold. It takes courage to step out of that, it, to go against the grain. And I want to tell people this. Today, ask yourself, if I was to die, or when I do die, because you will, what do I want to be remembered for? Ask yourself that. What do I want to be remembered? Not the car that you That's drove. That's a very important yes, question. Yes. Not the car that you drove. Not the thing that. Not not, not where you worked. Mm. What do you pe- want because to people remember? don't remember that. They don't remember that. People when they are crying at your funeral, yes. they remember how you made them feel. Exactly. Exactly. Or what what you brought to exactly, the table. Exactly. What, yes. what, uh, what impact you had yeah. into their life. So ask yourself that. What do I want to be remembered for? What is that unique thing that I want to have? into this generation. I want you also, I want people also to ask themselves this. Look at every single successful company. Why are they successful? Three things. They have a vision, they have a mission statement, and they have core values. So here we are, we are working for organizations and companies that are clearly defined. They know who they are. Like this organization or this company knows themselves. But what about you? We're having workers who don't know where they're going. Yeah, that's so true. Exactly. You actually don't even... I don't know when I look back on my first job. I didn't look at the core values of the company. I'm like, does it suit me? Yeah, Do I, suit? I mean, exactly. I'm like, no, it's paying. Exactly. So exactly. I'm going. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And, and so we, we, when you don't have that, you see, the reason why these companies are successful is because they're very clear. They're very yeah. well defined. So for yourself as an individual, do you, do you have the same clarity? You know, personally, my vision, a new generation with a new destiny. So anything that I do is in line with that vision. My mission statement to positively influence lives and to touch hearts for the good and glory of God through love, service, all edifying forms of art and by being an example in speech, conduct, and character. It is a wrong one, but it is only but for me yeah. to live it out. And you, you have it within your heart. Yeah, exactly. And you so carry that's, it. Yeah, and I carry so it. every decision you're making is based that. on that. Exactly. So if you come up with a proposal that is not in line with that, I don't want to be a part of it. And it's interesting yes. that you're saying that because we are so good at coming up with a strategy for a company, yes, yes. coming up with a mission, or if we want to pitch. But when it comes to coming up with one for ourselves, for ourselves yes, it's yes. very difficult. Exactly, exactly. Like You're just like you're just gliding through life. You have no idea of your purpose, yes. of how you're to add value to people around you. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And without that, once you go through a tough time, you completely are down. Or if somebody rejects you, you're completely lost. You see, for example, for myself, if I go through a difficult period, if I go to a difficult place, if, I, if, if somebody, like, let's say, rejects me or doesn't want to be with me, it's okay. I still know who I am because I wasn't getting my meaning from you. 
or from this situation. Oh, that's such a good situation, point. You know? yeah. I, yeah, and I think the struggle with rejection itself is because maybe you're trying to find meaning in that relationship exactly. or meaning in being exactly. with that person exactly. and thinking that by being in that situation, it kind of validated you mm-hmm. or made you feel like, you know, especially for women that mm. have been chosen, mm. right? Yes, I'm the chosen I'm one. The, I'm the chosen yes. one. Even though this guy who's, who you've chosen is not good for you. It's not good for me. But, he chose me. But he, he put the ring on, my, put finger. The ring on <laughs> my finger. And I'm good to go, yes, you yes, know? Yes, yes. And I think that's a very important point in terms of being deliberate, mm. in terms of not just um, where we work, but being intentional about the values we decide. Yes. and. If the people and the situations we dis- we have control over mm. go and go into are within those values, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. Because the third thing that I also wanted to say that this this companies are they have values, exactly. Yeah. They have core values. So ask as an individual, ask yourself, what are my core values? What are at least four things that the people interact with me they kick, they kick. Let me give you an example. Experience. Yeah. yeah. What, what is That's that a very good question. Yes, exactly, exactly. Imagine you're very good at doing that for a for a product. Imagine, but you not can for feel. yourself. Yes, yes, <laughs> but not for yourself. Yeah. And yet you are more important than a product. You are more important than a because you have to have substance into your life. Because a lot of us we are idolizing human beings. You are idolizing that boyfriend. You are idolizing that girlfriend. You are idolizing that spouse. You are idolizing some individual. And once you idolize someone you give them complete power over mm-hmm. yourself. The moment that person will call you such a dog, you know, the moment you're that person broken. will bro- you broken. Because your identity yes. is in the wrong thing. It's in the wrong, in the wrong, yeah. wrong thing. But you see, when you, when you know yourself, sometimes even the ones you love will hurt, hurt you. you. They will say it's something. Part of it's life. part of life. Yeah. It's part of life. You they always, will it's never smooth thing. It's never smooth. Yeah, never even smooth. with your parents who love yes. you unconditionally. Yes. Yeah. They might say things that, according to them, it's it, that, that they're loving you. But according to you, oh my goodness, that, that really hurt me. That really, really. So your dad can be putting pressure on you to be something else. And you very well, you, 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 you want to go do not, music. Yeah. And then your dad is like, if you, if you drop out of that, whatever, engineering school, <laughs> I am disowning you as my child. So he thinks, I'm, I need to put pressure on you so that you can be the man that I want you to be. Or the, son, the daughter that I want you to be. But then for you, you're like, Dad, I want to follow my dreams. And so you have to find a way of knowing yourself and knowing that every single relationship, every single human born will have ups and downs. Things will be said that might not be so pleasant. There will be misunderstandings. And sometimes you have to teach people how to love you, you know, because you could be suffering in silence. Here we are, you know, you, you, you're in this situation, you know, you're so, you're so, you're fuming, you know, you're angry with every single person and yet people don't, don't know, know that you're hurt. Yeah. You know, and it's because or you're... Or that you, they've stepped a line. That they don't know, they don't know. Yeah. So learn to communicate that you're That's where heart. boundaries come yes. in. That's where boundaries come from. And that's even communication comes in. Even in any, in, in any, any friendship, any relationship, even if, whether it is marriage, whether it is romantic, whatever it may be, learn to communicate. And when you communicate hurt, it doesn't mean you throw away the baby with the dirty water. Throw away the dirty water by telling that person, you know what, I care for you. And this means a lot to me. But you hurt me here. What you did on Friday, be specific. Not, you always do this. You never, no, 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 no. please. Please don't overreact. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. And sometimes also, especially when you're, when you're a woman, 
you want to communicate how hard you are. Yeah. You're like, feeling it. You're, you're feeling it's it in right the spirit. now. You know? It's coming. I'm like, you're not seeing how hard I am. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So you will blow up this matter. Why? Because you just want that thing to be addressed. But be careful that you you don't, as I say, don't throw away the baby with the dirty water. You want to keep the baby, but throw away the dirty water. The baby in this particular case is that bond that you've been building or that friendship or that relationship that you value. So learn to communicate that. Because if you don't, you'll be stressed up for no reason. Actually, I, I do think there's a communication problem generally in mm. our Kenyan society. Yes. <laughs> people yes. are not very good at that. And yes. even I'm guilty of that. Yeah. Even in the workplace, yeah. you'll have people stepping on your feet. Mm. And you're just like, oh, and we have that culture of, ah, let it be. It's okay. Mm. You know, and someone keeps hurting you or keeps overstepping. Yes. And then you get frustrated and then you're boiling on the inside and it's you who's suffering mm. and it's you who's, you know, you who does not succeed in whatever it is you're doing exactly. because this person exactly. and some people are poking you intentionally yes. and others unintentionally. unintentionally. Yes, yes, yes. And because, because one person is hurting you and you're not dealing with them about the matter, you'll go out and take that frustration on other Somewhere people, else. the innocent ones, whether it is your child whether it is another mm. friend who is just genuinely caring for you, whether it is your spouse. So you take it out on them. Because this one individual, you have not had a sit down and be like, you know what, I don't like what it is that you did. You know? yeah. Mm. Yeah. But what about people who have been brought up in two-parent households where you're raised well? Where does that sense of invalidation also come? Going back to that uh, theory of why there's such a lack of self-esteem going on. Yeah, we, some, sometimes also it is because we are not we are not we are not, we are not brought up to be able to just give and receive that love because a lot of the times uh, a lot of the times where you, you can have loving parents who think they are loving us but then if if you want to know whether a child is really really loved don't ask the don't ask the parents ask the child ask the child do you feel loved that's number one and then even for you for you as a child you learn to re be receptive to love you learn to be receptive to love because, and that's why it is important for you to ask yourself, you know, do I love me? Because when you don't love yourself, you will not be so receptive to the love that comes from other people. You find somebody who's telling you, I believe in you. But because you don't believe in yourself, you're like, you know what? Mm. It doesn't matter. So how do we raise our children to... Okay, I don't have children yet. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> but uh -huh. how, do we, how do we raise the generations that are going to be after us yes. to have that self-esteem? Yes. Because it's not going to come from outsiders. It's not going to come from school. Yeah. Well, if you're lucky, if you're the best in class, yeah. academically, sports-wise, whatever, mm. you get that validation mm. in prizes. But just to be solid in ourselves as human beings, yes. that you have something to offer, yeah. even if it's you're not the best at math, mm. but you're the best at art, mm. you know, and you have that genius yes. and excel in it, you yes. know, and, yes. and show, show up in the world with that. Yeah. You know, and even if someone else tries to value or put a tag on you in a certain way, how, how do we do it? <laughs> do not spin, spoon, spoon feed your child. You know, don't spoon feed your child. And what I mean is this. Don't always be the one who's talking to your child. Teach your child by asking questions. What do you want to do? What do you love? Mm. What, uh, are you okay? You know, um, what, what can I do so that I can help to support your dream? So that your, your child can communicate, can speak. Because a lot of the time, these children are silent. And they're silent in their, when they're kids, they become silent when they're teenagers, they become silent when they're adults. Because they have, not, they have not been allowed to speak. 
speak. Yes, allow your child to speak and tell your child, you know what, there's sometimes no right or wrong answer. It is your answer. Dad, this is how I'm feeling. Mom, this is how I'm feeling. And then you take it as a parent and then you try and mold it and work with them. And whenever you're dealing with a child, whenever you're dealing with someone that you're raising, remember they're not at the same mind level as you are. Because sometimes that's the bad thing that we do as parents. We mm-hmm. think that, you know what, my child is as grown as I am. So we're supposed to connect, we're at, supposed the to connect at the same level. And no. It will happen. It will happen. Even if yes. someone looks grown, yes. even adults, yes. <laughs> even adults at the same yes. level. We're not at the same level. Yeah. We're not, there's a reason why as a parent you keep on saying Gugu Gaga. Because Gugu Gaga communicates to that child their language. Mm-hmm. Once they grow from that, now you start having conversations based on their level. And sometimes it, they take some time to grasp what it is that you're saying. Be patient. Be patient because love is patient and love is kind. Be patient with your child because when you want to mold somebody, you don't, you, you, don't, you don't so much tell them what to do. You walk with them. You walk with them. You break it up. You break it yeah, yeah. So you're like, and, and, and this is a, a, a style that I use, even use whenever I'm, I'm handling children. When you give the child a certain uh, confidence that they feel like they've taught you something, it builds up their confidence. Even though I know how to play a game, I'll be like, hey, come and show me how to play this game. So the child go like, ah, and you're like, whoa, I learned a lot. So the child feels like, oh, I can even contribute to somebody learning. So the child gains more confidence. The child gains more confidence. But if it's always top down, top down, top down, then the child is slowly start to be like, you know what, I don't know things. I always need to be led. So teach your child to also grow up to become a leader. Give the child task. And sometimes we need to also accept that failure is a part of life. Sometimes it's a part of life. And life. I think yes. we've, we're raised and also we're in, also in a society that we focus so much on the outcome yeah. and success. Yes. That the moment you fail, you feel like the world is ending. Exactly. And you know, the, it's even serious cases like where you're seeing kids who are doing KCPE, PKC, yeah. they fail, yeah. they commit suicide. Yeah, you commit suicide. Yeah. Like it's the end of the it's world. The and yeah. it's also the way that exam is marketed. Yeah. I remember in my when I did it, it's like if you don't get an A. <laughs> That's it. You are a failure. It's a, right? like the school you know? I went yeah. to. Yeah. It's a, it's a, yeah, like your, you know, it's a wrap. Yes. You know, yes. and, and we don't realize that human beings are so diverse. Yeah. And especially with my peers, the millennials, we're such a creative, curious bunch yeah. that now when you're faced with those stereotypes or the way those structures, you resist. You, resist. you don't want yes, to be yes, part of that yes, system. Yes, yes. Because they're forcing you to reject yourself. And you don't want to reject yourself. Yeah. You want to live out who you are. And when it comes to even the grading system, sometimes you wonder, you could be having a bad day when you're doing those exams. You could be having a really bad... There could bad, be something bothering, something bothering you. you. Yeah. And so because you, you, you don't perform well, does that mean that you're totally um, you know, lost in life? But I need to also say this. You know, sometimes you also emphasize on those grades, but for ground, things are different. Literally different. Because if you go to the ground, you will see lots of people who failed in quotes. But they're doing really well. They're doing really, I had a friend of mine who actually one time asked, you know what, I have a, I have a child. And my child has been noticing that there's a PhD holder who's living in a house that's been owned by somebody who dropped out of high school. High school. So he's a PhD holder who's paying rent to somebody who dropped out of high school. So this person was asking me, who should my child look up to? And you see, there's no formula. Yeah, because there's a difference you know? between yeah. winning in life and winning in school. Exactly. And I exactly. don't think we teach people that. We don't teach people that. We yeah. don't teach people. So if you, if, even when you go to pursue your further education, by all means do that. But also remember, that's not the only way of growing. 
because if you only focus on that the only way of growing you'll be a half-baked successful individual because you also need to grow in other areas that perhaps are not even formally uh, institutionalized so learn and teach yourself so that you can also shine in your academic success shine also in your interpersonal relationships shine also in your spiritual growth be holistic be a whole a balanced individual, individual. A balanced individual. Mm -hmm. and remember also that times are changing times are changing because what used to work in the past are not necessarily working right now and the people who are winning especially for the millennials you need to realize that the ones who are winning are the ones who are creative look for solutions going against, yes, the, grain. Going against the grain yeah going against the grain and that's what you need to do to survive in this exactly. world because exactly. yeah like i think i just mentioned to you yes, before yes. We, we started recording how i was just tired of being in a system yeah a system of structure you yeah. feel that your whole school life it was structure yeah then i go to a university that is structure, structure. yes and then i go to a workplace that is structure, structure. Yes. and then i do another degree and that is structure, structure. so i wake up and i'm like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. yes and yes. all of this who am i well yeah exactly like exactly. i've been following a system i've been making goals because they're according to whatever society yeah. has deemed them to be but you realize even when you have those things mm. you're still deeply unhappy exactly Exactly. Right? Exactly. You like you, you have so. nothing to pour mm. from. Mm. Like you, it's almost an empty cup. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah? And these structures that you find yourself in, you did not even have a say in how these structures are being formed. So you're like picked from one to another until your retirement age and all. There's one time a certain corporate company uh, requested that we do a talk for the men, you know, and this was especially because one of the men who works there, or rather, who used to work there, because he committed suicide. Killed himself, and so they're wondering why what would is that happen. You know, this person is doing well, has a great job, mm -hmm. good salary, yeah, driving mm, a nice driving car, a nice is car, married, you know, is happy. Why would he do that? Yeah. And so we had to have a, you have a candid conversation with the men who also work over there, because also for men we struggle to be vulnerable. We struggle to say, you know what, I'm this not okay, or this is what it is that I'm going through, or I'm struggling. And then here we are, we keep on meeting each other at the bar or some other sporty place, watching, I don't know, Arsenal and Manchester, debating. Yeah, your therapy is yes, beer. Beer, <laughs> and, 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 and we are bonding with, with men who yeah. are strangers. We talk sports. Exactly. We laugh. Exactly, exactly. And then now go home. And now go home. And still feel horrible. Yeah. Horrible, inside. horrible. You close that door, you're like, who is there for me? Who, and there's, there's one particular man who told me, you know what, I don't have friends. Because look, my friends wow. can buy for me alcohol, costing so much money. But if they know that I'm sleeping hungry, they won't even buy for me food. Oh, wow. So these friends will that's rather... Painful. That's painful. And that's the reality on the ground for so many people. Where I can buy you booze. And that's how we're socialized yes. also. Yes. That mm -hmm. we think that to be social or to be liked, we need to be doing those we things. We need to be doing also. those things, yes. We need to that be that is, things. you know, that means I'm with it. That means, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'm social. Yeah. But not necessarily so. Yeah, not necessarily so. And so here we are, we are pretending, some of us, we are taking loans that we can't even manage. Mm -hmm. We are doing all kinds of stuff that we can't even do. We are dressing up in ways that we cannot even afford can't to afford. go ahead and just show some certain um, illusion. And once you come back home, reality hits us. Because you will get tired living a lie. You will get tired mm -hmm. living a lie. And one time, either two things are going to happen. One time you're going to wake up and the real you comes out. Or one time you're going to just... And it's a you, monster. And it's a monster. Or one time you're just going to give up on life. And entirely you'll be like, you know what? I am just done with this. 
And that's why you, you start seeing people committing suicide or people losing their mind or people just, you know, they come from, they fall from grace up there to way down there. And that's why it is important for us to be mentally healthy. You know, uh, there's a verse that actually says that you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. free. So if you want to be free, know yourself. Know, know your truth. truth. Yeah, know your truth. What is know your, your truth? truth. That you is, know your truth. That's one takeaway for me. Yes. <laughs> because there's a battle for your mind. Every single day there's a battle for your mind. And so many things that we do in life is tied with our mind. You know, whether it is how far we progress in life, whether it is how, whether we accomplish our purpose or not, whether it is our relationships, whether it is what we do or enthusiasm that we have, the zeal that we have in devotees that we love, even something for the mind as simple as sex is tied to the mind. Mm -hmm. So bring this in your mind. What do you know? What do you know? Ask yourself that. What do I know? What do I know about myself? What do I know about my surroundings? Because you have to become self-aware so that you just don't follow and go with the wind. Once you take care of that, because stress in itself is just pressure on your mind, you'll be able to handle pressure because there will be pressure. You're able to be like, you know what? Ah, you know, I, 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 keep off, I keep that off. I can live with that. I can manage with that. There's a quote that I usually love to say. You know what? What you have control of, change. But what you don't have control of, accept. 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 Yeah. There's some things in life you will not have control of. Accept it. You're like, you know what? I accept. So learn, once you accept something, you, you find it easy to manage. But the things that you have control of, ah, by all means, change those Cut things. Cut loose. Cut change, loose. Change. Upgrade. Yeah, upgrade. <laughs> make over yourself. You know yeah. what? And explore. Some, some, I want to tell people it is important for you to explore. If you have a passport, well and good, travel the world, see different places. Oh, it places. opens your eyes. It opens it's your an eyes. amazing thing, yes, yeah. Yes. Meeting different people, Meeting people dif different going cultures. into a town yes. where you don't know anyone. Exactly. You don't exactly. actually learn a lot about yourself mm. when in a situation where you're not in a, you don't know anyone. You, don't know anybody. you know yes. when you're in an environment where ah, you have yes. people around you, yes. you always know, yes. you don't quite know yourself yeah. until you're put in a situation where you don't yes. know yes. Yes. Anyone, and you have to, and you have to, you have to figure it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So get take, get a passport and travel. Travel even if it's just this country. Travel even if it's outside the country. That is if you're blessed with the resources. Even if you're not, you can plan over time. But even if you're not, there's a place where you can explore. That is called reading. Read. Expose your mind. Reading is like a passport that you have where you are. You will travel the world. Read books. Get to even uh, listen to podcasts such as this one. Go online. Don't just go online to check out sports or to, to check out, you know, to shop or to order that thing that you want or to check out the latest gossip on the new. No, no. Use the internet to explore. Learn new things. Learn new things. Step outside of your bubble. And then you realize that if you're going through a tough period right now, that seasons come and they go. You're just in a tough And you, right you start to grow. Yes. You start to outgrow. Exactly. You exactly. outgrow people. Exactly. You outgrow situations. Exactly. You outgrow so many exactly. things. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and even when it comes to prayer, prayer first changes you and then you change your situation. Normally, you love to pray for the situation. God so, pray, God, yes, answer this answer one. Please, I think I've been praying. <laughs> Today yes, is the day. Is the day. I'm, I'm having faith. Mm -hmm. I believe. I believe. I believe. And you're not asking if that's God's plan exactly, for your life. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So prayer in itself first changes you, then you are the agent that God uses to change your situation. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes God allows you to be in certain situations because you need to grow. God is a faithful teacher. He will not allow you to go to class 5 if you have not understood the syllabus of class 4. 
until you understand the syllabus of class four, then that's where God is going to be like, okay, now progress. Otherwise, you will not be able to handle you won't have, the blessings of yeah. class five. Because the blessings set come with you responsibility. Up for failure. Nah, he doesn't. He mm. doesn't. So if you're mark timing, maybe you're the reason. If you're feeling like you're, you're, you're just stuck somewhere, maybe you're, the reason, maybe you're just not growing fast enough or learning fast enough. So the moment you accept, you become uh, receptive and embrace, to the and embrace the process. And, and that's the thing yes. we struggle with yes. in this day and age. Mm -hmm. Even mm -hmm. for me personally, yes. I struggled with that. Yes. You're so focused on the outcome. You're yeah. like, I want this. Yeah. So you get stressed because you're like, it's not coming fast enough. Yes. Right? Yes. And then you burn yourself so much trying to get there. Mm -hmm. And even getting there, you're like, I don't, it's not changed anything. It's not changing anything. <laughs> because you're, you're hoping that once you get that thing, yeah. all of a sudden your life is going to grow, yeah, transform. Yeah, it's spectacular. And then you got that, it's an anticlimax. Yeah. Oh, this was it. You, tr you, you think like, my life is going to start when I get married. Once you get married, oh, so this is marriage. My life is going to change once I get a child. You get a child, like, oh, Nothing it's has changed. Actually, more things are coming. Yeah. More responsibilities. Yes. So, like, if you're single, yes. enjoy being enjoy. in that season. Enjoy. Discover enjoy. yourself. Know yourself. Enjoy. Yeah, and I think that for the first time, even for me, because I've been a serial relationship person. Yeah. I mean, throughout my twenties. Yeah. The last um, two years that I've been single, it's been like it's the first time in my life I'm actually getting to really understand who I am. Yeah. What means I like my boundaries and all that, yeah. right? And we don't take the we don't we actually. I, I also feel as women because you're brought up with that idealization of a wedding. Yes. So you're so focused on that that on you that. don't realize yes. that you need to to work on yourself exactly to be able to set up yourself well for that exactly. thing that you that want, you want. Right? Yes, 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 yes. Exactly because as, as a relationship and marriage counselor, I need to say this. A healthy marriage needs two healthy individuals. But a lot of us, we are rushing into marriage without, first of all, being healthy in ourselves. So find yourself before you find your spouse. Find yourself before you find Man, your spouse. That message needs to go out to like, everyone. Because yes. even in the marriages you see now, people are married a year, yes. divorced. Yes. Six months, divorced. Mm. Or people get so stressed, a guy picks up, leaves, starts mm. another family, mm. like... That experience he had never existed. never existed. He leaves the yes. babe like, yes. you know. Yes. And uh, you're seeing that a lot, and it's not being addressed. Yeah. And from what you what you're saying, I'm insinuating it's a lot of people who are incomplete. They're incomplete. You, you and you can you cannot walk. A lot of us we've never been properly single. There's always someone in our lives. Yeah. Always someone that we are hiding behind. Of who, who we can share our emotions yes, with. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so who's, who's our cushion? Who's our cushion? And who's our, our crutch, actually? Because yeah. it's a crutch that is, is, is keeping you from growing. And you can be addicted yeah, to that. You can crutch. be addicted to that. Yeah. And so, you, you, so take away the crutches. Take away the crutches for some time and learn yourself. Because if you don't learn yourself, how will you teach your spouse to love you? How will you teach your spouse? You, you're the best teacher of how to love yourself. You know, so that now you can tell your spouse, you know what? This is what I love, this is what I like, and all that kind of stuff. These are my dreams. Once you know yourself, there will be consistency in and your life. And it's easier to even yes. pick and choose. Yes, yeah. it's there. And it's easier yeah, like because you know where you're going. going. Yeah. First date, I can see your behavior. Ah. I, I'm like, this is not my portion. It's not personal. But I'm like, yes. before, before, I would be more, um, oh, the 
I can manage, mm. let me try. I can change it. I can, yeah, I can change <laughs> it. Or maybe we can grow into yeah, it. Now I'm like, boss, eh, this, yeah. this situation, it's not, yeah, yeah it's yeah. not my portion. Maybe it's someone else's. Good luck. Yes, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, and being okay with it. Being okay with it. Yeah. And, and, and saying no is not a bad thing, by the way. Yeah. We need to learn to also remember that saying no is not evil. Sometimes you have to say, sometimes no is the best answer you can give. In life, there will be proposals, business proposals, uh, romantic proposals, uh, outing proposals. Hey, what you doing? Kuja, Tupatane, 6 o'clock. There will be all kinds of proposals. But the best thing you can do for yourself is to learn to say no. But you cannot say no if you don't know where you're going. If you don't know what are your values, if you don't know what you believe in. Otherwise, you'll be a yes man or a yes woman. Somebody will say something, yes. Another thing, yes. Another thing, yes. You will say yes to so many people that you don't even know yourself. Because we have so many people who poured themselves out for uh, to others and they've forgotten and they've about themselves. And they've poured nothing into yes. themselves. And then you become, to, you, you, you become this person who's frustrated with every single person. Some of us are even frustrated with our children because we poured all that we have on them and then the, those, child, those children become ungrateful. Or they don't even value the sacrifices that you made for them. Or they move out. You know, they get into their 18 and their 19. They're like, mom, bye, I've gone to See study. You. And then the only time... You hear from them is during Christmas. A or video call for three, mini, for three minutes. <laughs> and then you're like, where, where is the child I, I used to find meaning in? That child grew and mm -hmm. left and you. And moved on. Moved on. And that's life. And that's life. Yeah. They're an adult right now. So even when you, as you love other people, don't forget you. Even for us men, a lot of us, we are, give, we are giving ourselves to people looking for that validation or that award. Or, or that meaning, even in our women's lives, you know, mm -hmm. you, you want to give yourself out to that woman over and over and over again, but don't forget yourself. It is wonderful to be a loving person. By all means, be a loving person, but also remember to love yourself. Also remember to love yourself, because sometimes you're the best person who understands you. Sometimes even your spouse, no matter how much your spouse loves you, he or she may not get you, but you have to get yourself. And also be okay yes. with... Um defending yourself yes. against people because yes. when you start loving yourself mm. you get a lot of people who are telling you ah oh, you've changed yeah, well, oh, you're like this you know yes yes yes, yes. Yeah, and, and, and those things will come and sometimes those are coming from people who are either jealous they are lost or, or are not growing themselves people are not, or they are not growing <laughs> themselves or they are not they are at the level where you outgrew yeah. or just they don't see your vision We've had so many people who articulate their vision and then the biggest people who pour cold water on our vision are our friends or even our family. They don't see it. They don't see the They don't vision. see it. Sometimes strangers get you. You meet up a stranger, you're like, whoa, Do man. you know what my 14-year-old brother told me? In what? fact, I just came from his sports day. Mm. There's a time where I was a bit frustrated um, and he told me, Vanessa, this is a 14-year-old boy. Mm. You need to fight for your dreams. Wow. Wow. Imagine. Wow. I was like, you know, I wish I remained a child yes. because yes. as a child, people have, they don't see impossibility, exactly. right? Exactly. exactly. But when sometimes when we get as adults, there are just so many things that happen that are trying to pull us away from whatever it is yes. that we are, yes, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's true. And it reminded me of this song, actually. Uh, if you don't even know I'm a songwriter. <laughs> There's a song wow. that I once wrote for... Cause today is a day when I'm gonna dream again. Cause today is a day, it's a brand new chapter in my life. 
Cause today is the day when I'm gonna be me. A lot of us need to dream again. Mm -hmm. We lost our dreams along the way. Life hits you so bad. Life hits you so bad. You're not like that 14 year old boy who still believes in his dream. You see, that's pure, that's pure belief in himself. And that needs to be protected. And in case you lost that, it is time for you to pick up that dream from that shelf. Wipe it off. You know, wipe off that dust and dream again. Dream again. Because I promise you, one day when you'll be in your 90s, in your 100s, and then there are those you'll things that you want to do. You'll be saying, I wish I did it. And then you'll be having grandchildren who tell you, so grandpa, how come you didn't? Grandma, what? And then you're like, you know what? I actually don't know. I actually don't yeah. know. So in case you stop dreaming, dream again. Pick up that dream. Pick up that dream. It will bring you so much fulfillment. Find yourself a success story. Something that you can actually say, wow, I did that. And not because it was a boss who was supervising me. There was a salary I was expecting at the end of the month. No, I did that because that was my vision. That was my dream. That was my contribution that I want to do. If you go ahead and look at even the interviews of somebody like Emil Kipchoge and see the fulfillment that he had when he was he telling us. He fulfilled his dream. He fulfilled his dream. Yeah. And he told us that he has been dreaming about that for such a long time. time. And just because he communicated that dream out into the world, it's connected with the right people who can connect with that. Mm. Because there are people, whether we're going to call them uh, destiny shapers or whatever, there are people who are going to be tied to your destiny. But they will not locate you if you're in hiding. Mm. They will not locate you if you've given up on yourself. They will not locate you if you're paying attention to the naysayers and the negative people. Mm. There are people out there who are waiting for you. So once you step out and be like, you know what, this is what I want to accomplish. And speak it out into the atmosphere. And I want to challenge people this. Write it down. Because if you haven't, have not written it down, maybe you're just not serious about it. Because writing down something allows you to really, really think about it holistically. Okay, so this is what I want to do. What do I need to do? Who do I need? How do I need to get there? You will think about it very well. If, when somebody comes to me with a business proposal, I usually will ask them, just write it down. So that you're able to remember it. Because when you, when you write something down, it takes away the emotions. Yeah. Emotions will change. Right now you could be like, yes, I'm going to do this. Like we are every single January when, at the start of the year. I will do this. But then emotions come and then they go. But when you write something down, it keeps on challenging you. Because you cannot rub it. It's there. It is written. So write down the vision. Make it plain so that whoever reads it, and that is you who reads it, will catch it and run with it. Write it down. Write down your vision and your dream and dream again. Believe in yourself. Otherwise, no one can do it for you. We have cheerleaders, we have a support system, but even them, they have limits. Only you can do this. So step up to the plate and rise up to be the best version of you. Diane, thank yes. you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> That was one interesting conversation. So many learning points for me and I hope so many learning points for you. Sorry for the sound hitches here and there, trying to work it out as I do this podcast on the go. But man, I hope that the message is getting out there about being true to yourself, knowing your value system, working on you so that you can just show up as the best version of yourself. So have a great week ahead. Until next week. Bye.